0: Let your fire fall, cast out all my fear. Let your fire fall, your love is all I need. Let your fire I'm you all You may
1: be seated. I can hardly hear you, though. My goodness. Well, we won't do it again, but uh, I thought about it for a moment. Thank the Lord for His presence here today. By way of testimony, I want to tell you that my wife almost came today. She almost came today. And, uh, in fact, if she's hearing me right now, she's probably thinking... I should have, but uh, perhaps she'll be here next Sunday. We're hoping anyway. I wonder if there is someone in our audience today that's got a special testimony, a testimony from someone. Anyone, real quick, come on, stand up. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord is a good one. That one, uh, and Vicky you gets her boot off Monday. Ah, yes. We're in hopes she gets her boots off Monday. All right. Thank the Lord. We are going to continue our worship service. We'll ask our associate pastor to come. And he's already got his microphone, and he's ready to go. Good morning. Good morning. morning.
2: morning. We just want to make it couple announcements here this morning. Uh, There's an insert again in your bulletin that talks about youth camps. Um, So make sure you check that out. The online applications are up as of this morning there um, at the Heartland website. So you can do everything right there online if you need that. So let some friends and family know about the camps and tell them to check it out. And um, all the info should be there. Other than that, we do want to announce men's meeting, uh, 5 o'clock this Saturday, this coming Saturday the 19th, and then also ladies' Bible study will begin. You're going to be doing the book of Elijah, and that will start next Sunday, March 20th at 4 o'clock. I'll ask my wife, is there anything you'd like to say about that? (laughs) No? All right. For once, she was silent, yes. Well, it's going to be a good day. All right. But uh, no, I'm sure she would say come and uh, enjoy. The the books are in, so if you ordered a book, they are here today so you can pick them up. Um, Other than that, I think we're good on announcements. Um, Oh, there is a marriage retreat also coming up in April, and that's in the bulletin if you want more info on that. So let's all stand. We'll get ready to have time of prayer here this morning as we go into worship. If anyone wants to make any prayer requests known, you can do that. To continue to pray for Sister Joanne as she's recovering. Sister Judy as well. Any other requests? Yeah, Molly? Uh, I still want prayer my Sister in law, Linda, I talked to her yesterday. and She said she's going a lot of pain. So I just want prayer for her. Okay, let's remember uh, Molly's sister in law. Pray for her. All lost loved ones. All lost loved ones unspoken requests, we can raise our hands. God knows each one. Remember, I know there's some traveling this week. Keep them in your prayers. All right, let's pray. God, we come to you at this time, Lord.
1: Just Almighty you, Lord, God, for in morning, the name to of be Jesus, we are in you your house here today,
2: God, to together. We're giving you praise to and glory. In the name today, of Jesus, we're thanking you God, today you be with each of these for, for being blessed, able Lord, to be you know in this service individual need. God, be with my sister you and God, God. help. Thank recover, Everyone, God. God. We pray that you would strengthen her. Lord, at be this with us that I'm God, able to uh, be, be with uh, Judy and Joanne, Lord, Lord help, God, help touch them. them become stronger, God. And touch those just that be there with them, the Lord. We praying that, uh, you, that uh, you would guide them, God. Lord, and lead and direct them and have your way in their lives at this time, God. We're um, praying for uh, you, God, to work miracles, God, and to do what you do, Lord. We just... Uh, Thank you and praise you for those things, God, all the unsaved loved ones, God, family and friends. Lord, you you know each individual, God, and you're able to help turn their hearts to you, God. Help those around them uh, be lights, God, and be ministers um, to them, God. Anoint the pastor here this morning, be with him, direct his words. We pray that you would speak through him in your name. Amen. 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 All right. If we could have a couple of ushers come up receive this morning's offering it's uh second sunday so it'll be a missions offering so uh, everything you give will go towards uh haiti and mexico and the work being done there so uh, if you need it to go somewhere else just mark it on your envelope or check and it will so let's pray again lord we thank you again god for the opportunity to give lord we just ask that you'll bless this offering multiply it use it god uh, as you see fit, Lord, we just pray that you would be with the mission work and the missionaries, and God, that you will minister through them and just help them to be um, sticking out and be uh, lights in their communities, God, and help them do the work that you want done, God, and that uh, you may just use these finances, God, to be a part of that. In your name, amen.
1: I would be terribly amiss if I did not mention the worship leader this morning, and uh, I thank the Lord for Brother Jordan. Brother Jordan, if you will stand still just long enough, we're going to give you a cheer, okay? Thank you. I appreciate the Harold Lisa Carr family so very much. Their families, of course, are proud of them as well. And uh, I was just thinking a few minutes ago, what could I say that would be so complimentary but yet would not embarrass Brother Jordan, and I thought one of the things I could say, he's good-looking, he got his looks from his dad, you can look at his dad and tell him he got his good looks from his dad, well, maybe Harold's got some left, I I don't know, but I appreciate Tyler as well, and uh, all the family, and the worship team. And uh, they were here early today and working on this presentation. And I think they did a tremendous job. I really do. Praise the Lord for them. Sister Lisa, of course, is uh, with her, with their daughter, uh, Sarah, who is a volleyball star on her way to college kingdoms somewhere. And uh, we... Uh, hope and pray for her the very best. We really do. Thank the Lord. I can't help but think today that we are in a world that has got terrible conflict in it. We are in a fragile world. And you all know that. I'm not sharing anything with you that you are not aware of, I guarantee you. And we need to pray for the well being of those that we love that do not that love the Lord and serve the Lord, but there are some of us in our families. We have some that do not serve the Lord. And indeed, this is a fragile world for them as well. Sometimes I, well, all the time, I know that one of the reasons that we still exist as Christians is because Christ is giving the Lord is giving us an opportunity to help those before tragedy occurs. The Bible teaches us in Matthew chapter 24 except for the elect sake, you know, the days are going to be shortened. We're we're here we're here on borrowed time. And we need to be, if we're not, we need to be so in earnest for those that are not serving the Lord, living for the Lord. And by the way, I, I guess I want to make that request just a little bit greater. If there are those that are naming the name of Christ in their life, there needs to be a seriousness, a serenity about them and their attitudes toward being a child of God unlike any time before in their lives. It's a fragile world. I emphasize that again. And I want us to be much in prayer for the... Our families, we don't know how much time any of us have. And folks, the reality that our lives will come to an end is so real. We should not live in fear, but we should be living so that we do not have the fear of losing our life and being lost. I really do not know how to express myself this morning because I do not think I have the vocabulary to emphasize the fact that our lives in the Lord is the most important thing that can be done and be had and be Doing. We must be. Well, my first scripture, I think, supports that thought. And I'm just going to throw that at you right now looking for and hasting unto the coming of the day of God. That's the first scripture that I have in my text of scripture from. The second division of Peter chapter 3. And that is verse 12. I didn't realize that my comments would lead so directly to that. But it has. Looking for and hasting unto the coming of the day of God. Wherein the heavens being on fire shall be dissolved. And the elements shall melt with fervent heat. Now I'm not going to uh, try to do something that uh, perhaps could be done by somebody a whole lot smarter than me, and that's to put the fear of God into people by just citing circumstances. But I do want to cite the circumstance of what is happening in Ukraine at this moment. I've heard, and you have heard, no doubt, this week of how, uh, well, one incident that I remember reading or, or hearing uh, about so well was a mother and her mother and the children and grandchildren that they were sleeping together in this particular uh, hideaway. Shelter under uh, their grandmother's son and the mother's brother's home. And as they lay covered up under their blankets, she said she could hear the bombs going off and even through the cracks could see flashes of lights from the bombs. As they destroyed... Buildings destroyed lives of people. Okay, let's go back to that scripture again looking for and hasting unto the coming of the day of God. Yes, indeed, we're in and already. Some of this is being experienced in this particular country of Ukraine. The heavens being on fire shall be dissolved and the elements shall melt with fervent heat. We think about the effect of the bombs, the missiles, the powerful guns and things. Indeed, the scripture, perhaps even at this moment, is being fulfilled in the country of Ukraine. And my title for this presentation today is, And They Shall Wrestle. Actually, the word wrestle in one form is in my text of Scripture today. Why is all this happening? We don't know, except we have read and learned through the Scriptures that toward the end of time, it's going to be perilous times for the world. Hence, let me go back to the partial reference of Scripture that I used from Matthew 24, and except for the last, except for the Lord to come, the last the last days will be shortened. Nevertheless, verse 13. We, according to His promise, look for new heavens and a new earth, wherein dwelleth righteousness. I don't know about you, but sometimes I get very tired of the type of news programs we have to look and listen at. Sometimes I get very tired of the fact that we've got so many regulations existing in our lives and in our governments that it takes authoritative people to keep us straight and which direction and which to go. Sometimes uh, I want to say, leave me alone and let me do my thing. Well, that would be very dangerous. I've got a wife and older son that would keep keeps me straight anyway so and I like them so I I, I got to listen to them nevertheless we according to his promise we're looking for a better place new heavens peter described it a new earth wherein dwelleth righteousness now I would like for you to consider how that he just, in this particular portion of the letter that he is writing, how he gets down to earth and talks to the people. This was written originally, of course, in the Greek and it's translated in the English language, King James Version. And here, is down to earth talking, if you please, from Peter. He said, Beloved, seeing that you look for such things, you're aware of it, they're going on. He says, Be diligent. Be careful. Don't goof up. Be smart. Okay. Stay on the route that you are supposed to stay on. Be diligent that you may be found of him in peace without spot and blameless. In essence, he is saying, live your life the biblical right way that you need to. And then he says, think about it. Well, he said it another way. But this is what how he said and he said account that the long suffering of our Lord is salvation. He is drawing their attention to the fact that I do not want you to forget about Jesus who left the throne of heaven and came into this world to drive a Rolls Royce and have a big yacht and have four homes for each season of the year. No. He came unto his own, the Bible said. He lived a life in this earth as a human being. He went to school. He did things, no doubt, in a normal fashion, that caused him to blend in with other youth. And he began to live the life as the Messiah, the Christ, the Savior. At one time it even caused him to say that the foxes have their holes and the birds have their nests, but the Son of Man hath no place to rest. And so Peter Drawing his attention to the fact that he wanted you and I and the people he were writing unto to remember account was the word that was translated to that the long suffering of our Lord is salvation. Even, even, think about it that the account that the long-suffering of our Lord is salvation, that is hope, that is a way out, even as our beloved brother Paul also, according to the wisdom given unto him, hath written unto you. I want you to understand, he gets on one horse and leaves another. He switches his presentation, and he brings into his presentation the illustration of the Apostle Paul, who was well known among the church at that time. And he said, in fact, he was regarded so highly. Peter refers to him as the beloved brother Paul, and how wonderful a man he was, the wisdom that he had. And he's reminding the people about Paul's letters that he's wrote. And he references him in this fashion. As also in all of his letters, all of his epistles, the King James Version says, speaking in them of these things in which are some things hard To be understood, which they that are unlearned and unstable rest as they do also the other scriptures unto their own destruction. Now, then, we're going to get to my title of this presentation, and they shall wrestle. In this particular phrase, in this verse, and I will pick out this particular phrase here, that they are unlearned and unstable, rest. That is a short word. It's not translated wrestle, but if you were to take the word and take it through the Greek to the English the dictionary, you've got the word wrestle. And probably most everyone here understands what the word wrestle is. I I know that we can put it in different forms. People can wrestle with a disease. They can wrestle with one another physically. They can wrestle with legal things. They can wrestle with Just anything that is adversarial to them. And in this particular case, Peter is referring to people wrestling with the truth of God's word. Twisting, tying up, trying to eliminate, trying to harm or hurt. And notice again, when we say it this way, after understanding what that word and its application is, and also in all of his epistles, Paul, he's speaking in all these things, which are sometimes, uh, they are things hard to understand, which they, uh, that are unlearned and unstable, wrestle as they do also the other scriptures unto their own destruction. Oh my, what a a premise of the world, both the physical and the spiritual world that we have from this thought right here. We're talking about people, we're talking about institutions, we're talking about entities out there in the world today, that are taking the truth, the very foundation of that which is right, that which is scriptural, and they're wrestling or they're tearing it down. And what they think they're doing is maybe making it better, making a bigger crowd, maybe trying to do something that will elevate uh, someone. But the Scripture says, they're doing it unto their own destruction. Now then, I don't know what the outcome of things are going to be, except it's easy to say I've read the last page and I know who wins and, and God people win by going to be with the Lord at the very end. Okay, that being said, It is that point in time, from this point in time, we've got to deal with. We've got to deal with the fact that we want to make sure that we go and be with the Lord. Amen? We want to be able to go and be with the Lord at the end. Now then, here's what Peter draws a conclusion after referencing Paul. He says in verse 17, Therefore, beloved, seeing you know these things right now before, beware lest you also being led away with the error of the wicked fall from your own steadfastness. We are getting into and leading up to many truths of the Bible and there is one thing that we must embrace as we go into the study of the truths of the Bible that we must believe and accept and be steadfast in them. We cannot be faltering people, cannot be compromising people. Uh, I sometimes find it humorous when I hear someone give a presentation on a particular thing, and they want to, the, the bottom line is they're wanting to take my money. Well, of course, they're wasting their time to begin with, but as they begin, they've got a premise that th- look at this. Here's the reason you've never been able to see this. Look at this. I want to show you something you've never seen before. Look at this. This will bring you benefits that you have never, never realized you've had. And they build this premise. Well, whatever that could be. It could be uh, anywhere from the vacuum cleaner to whatever. Whatever it is, they're trying to remove me from my position that I have to their position. I've been steadfast in whatever we're talking about. And Peter says this is the same thing about the truth of the Word of God. Now there there can be a lot of things said about the translations and there is only one truth in this Bible whether it gets translated in other words or not, but if it gets translated to something that is not true, we're in trouble. I think we have to be very careful about how we deal with the truths, and we want to make sure that they're based upon the Word of God. We want to make sure that we have not came to the place where we are following the error of the wicked, think about that, and falling from our own steadfastness. Then Peter gives an ingredient, gives a secret of how we can help do that. Verse, verse uh, uh, 18, I believe it is. But he says, "But grow in grace and in the knowledge." of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, because to Him be both glory forever, now and forever. Amen. Grow now. That that first sentence is so important. But grow in grace. We live in a world of quick fixes, We live in a world where the Band-Aid will take care of many things, figuratively speaking. We live in a world that is instant. We live in a world that is looking for the easy way, the good way, but the easy way out. In fact, I remember one time my dad, who was a contractor for many years, That uh, And this goes back to the 1930s and 40s, perhaps into the 50s, but more so to the 40s, where he was a home builder, and he built many homes a year, but they were, uh, as we know them today, they were very simple homes. They were uh, homes that were just built on the pad, so to speak, four- and five-room houses. In fact, to those that understand about building, he was a contractor that built between 40 and 50 homes a year, but they were of the simple variety. And I remember him telling uh, a person that one of the ways when he got into a problem on how to design something very, uh, well, uh, on the intricate side, My dad said he always had one man that seemed to be a little slower than all the rest, but smarter than all the rest. And he said sometimes I hated him and sometimes I loved him. And he said, when I got into something I didn't quite know how to figure out, he said I would get this particular guy. And he said I'd put him on the job. And it seemed like Quoting my dad, it seemed like it took him forever. But because he is smart, he was able to figure it out. And we would watch him and how he did it. And then we'd come after him, and the next time we had that situation, we could do it faster, but only because we followed his example. Well, the growing process sometimes, folks, is not all that easy, not all that simple. Sometimes it takes a few pains. Sometimes it takes submission. Sometimes it takes faith and belief in the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ. I would like to tell you what Eugene Peterson, who is the author of the Message Bible, says concerning this particular passage of Scripture, since everything here today might well be gone tomorrow, do you see how sensual it is to live a holy life? Daily, you should expect a day of God eager for its arrival. The galaxies will be burned up and the elements shall melt. We'll hardly notice. We'll be looking the other way, ready For the promise, new heavens, and the promise of a new earth, all landscaped with righteousness. Beautiful thought. So, my dear friends, since this is what you have to look forward to, do your very best to be found living at your best. Yes, amen. In purity and in peace. Interpret our master's patient restraint for what is it's called salvation. Our good brother Paul, who was given much wisdom in these matters, refers to this in all of his letters. And he has written you essentially the same thing. Paul writes, some things Paul writes are difficult to understand. Irresponsible people who don't know what they are talking about twist them ever which way. I like that. They do it the rest of the Scriptures too, destroying themselves as they do it. But you, brothers and sisters, are well warned. Be on guard lest you lose your footing and get swept off your feet by these lawless and loose-talking teachers, growing grace and understanding of our Master and Savior, Jesus Christ. Glory to the Master, now and forever. I have to tell you, I'm thrilled as I think about us growing. I often say when I use the word growing, uh, there is a word that has a rhyming sound to it, Growing and glowing, and this is what happens to the child of God when they grow in the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, they begin to glow. Now, I don't know if th- this would uh, work cosmetically or not, but uh, uh, sometimes it might, uh, and if it does, uh, try it. Uh, that is, some of you don't need to. I know that. You already glow. But th- there's some that it might help. Uh, Brother George and I, we, we could use a little glowing in our life. I'll pick on us. Uh, but the fact is, growing in the Lord Jesus Christ, and by the way, if you didn't notice him, he shook his head yes on that, by the way. What a man. And I uh, <laughs> appreciate him very, very much. The fact is, the truth that we are wanting to share in part from the Scriptures, oh oh, my goodness, it's in the Bible. There are truths that are not being taught today, but there are truths that are in the Bible that must be taught. I am trying my best to lay a foundation in my sermons here in the last few weeks to Approach some of these truths. I, I want you to know the Lord Jesus Christ is coming back. He's coming back for you and for me. We need to be ready. I want you to know and understand the truths of God's Word. It, it is not enough just to say, Yes, I believe, because you know what? The devils say that also. They say that. And They have enough understanding, according to the Scriptures, that the devils believe, and they tremble because of what they know of. We need to be trembling if we're not exercising the truth of God's Word in our life. Oh, let us go to glow to grow. Oh, blessed be the name of the Lord. I'm going to ask you to stand at this particular time and I want us to pray a prayer in unison today. I want us to pray a prayer. God, help me to be able to put my heart in your hand to grow in the grace that you have and to understand your word more. We're going to be doing more of the teaching from God's word Lord, help us, guide us, Holy Ghost, help us, guide us as we lead our lives and lead others in the truth of God's Word. Let us pray together. Father, in the name of Jesus, we are coming to you today thanking you, Lord, for your goodness, for your kindness. Lord God, today we want to be children of God that are indeed growing and glowing in the Word and the grace of God, and that we're understanding how we're to put our lives on the line for the cause of Christ. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray. Oh, bless be this congregation. Bless this congregation. Anoint this congregation in the name of Jesus, I pray. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Praise the Lord. Brother Edward, dear Mary, if you'll dismiss us in prayer from this service today.